0: When you look at yourself in the mirror, how would you describe what you see? I'm sure there's all kinds of adjectives you would use to describe it, but I'll bet one of them isn't the word millionaire. There's one person who would, and that's the government. It's time for Get More Retirement Radio with Bruce Smith. That's the reality of what we call the unseen millionaire. You don't see yourself that way, but when you hit that kind of wealth, you need a higher level of planning, a higher level of management for that wealth, and you better have a tax plan. It's time to ask the question, how much more can you get? It's time for
1: Get More Retirement Radio. Hello again. Welcome to Get More Retirement Radio with Bruce Smith at the Wealth Care Investment Center. My name is Randy Cook. We're here each week to talk a little bit about you and your future, your money and your future, how it's all going to work out. Have you thought about it? Have you worked it out? Do you have it down on paper? Is somebody helping you? Well, we're going to bring up some instances today that might get you thinking and might get you acting as far as getting a little help. Bruce, how are you doing today?
0: I'm rolling, man. We, this is a good day. <laughs> Sunny outside. You know, I, I, I'm glad to see that gold orb in the sky. Yes. Let
1: me tell you. Yes. I, I, man, I experienced it quite, a, I was down in Florida at uh, the Bill Murray Golf Tournament, the Caddyshack Golf Tournament, which was a lot of fun, but it was
0: 92. Bill Murray? Fun yeah. in the yeah. same sentence? Yes. No,
1: really? It, it was 92 degrees down in Florida and there was not a cloud in the sky and oh my gosh, I was not ready for that at the beginning right. of May. I, I'm not, I'm not, I've <laughs> not got myself eased into that yet, but uh, yeah, it, it's good to have some warmer weather, that is for sure. But, uh, you know, as, as Bruce and I were sitting here talking in the green room before the show as we sit down and discuss what we're going to do on the show today, I apparently got him a little juiced up here because I... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you seep into some of my conversations, Bruce. You're getting in my brain, and I start thinking of you when conversations come up. So I told everybody that about in December I broke my hip, so I had to go to the hospital. I haven't been to a doctor in an awfully long time. Yeah, that's a problem. But anyway, I'm now dealing with bills coming my way, and you know I paid this, they pay that. This is what you owe. All this crap that you got to do on EOBs and insurance company, and I are Talking to some coworkers about that. And one of my, my co-workers went through cancer not that long ago, got five treatments. He's doing fine, but got another bill. And he said, Well, what's this all about? And they started digging into it. And they said, Well, he had five treatments at one hospital in one bed with one machine. And these two bills were from something completely different across town at a different location that he never went to. And he goes, well, this isn't right. And they started looking into it. And the insurance company went, oh, 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 yeah, we we coded that wrong. Apparently, that's not supposed to be in there. And we looked at each other and we said, how many times do people just pay bills and not even question anything? They just say, oh, well, I guess I owe this. They say that I owe this. So I guess I owe this. And then I started thinking about you and taxes, (laughs) because isn't that what we do with taxes? Oh, I guess this is what I owe. That's what I owe.
0: So I guess I'll just pay this.
1: And Bruce, there's a better way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he lit me up like a Christmas tree this morning on this one. Well, the thing is, you know, over the years, 36 years of doing this, I mean, one of the things that I have seen that I've always, I mean, this just really gives me a, such a feeling of helplessness is we have clients that they'll come in and they'll say, uh, you know, I didn't like that $3,000 tax surprise last year. And I said, what are you talking about? And, and there's people out there, you have investments, you know, I know you've been through this. There's listeners out that have gone through the same thing. And I'm like, what do you mean $3,000 tax surprises? Well, the IRS said, I, I missed something on my return. And I owe them $3,000. And I said, well, let's look into it. I don't think that's the case. And they no, 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 you know what, I paid it, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to worry about it because I want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I said, that shouldn't have happened. So they bring me in the letter, and it says, you know, basically it was was capital gain stuff, and it's like, okay, time out. Let me explain to you what this says. It says that you didn't account for a 1099 you got from a brokerage, and it wasn't us, it was somebody else, another brokerage. I said, but they're assuming that you had a zero cost on these stocks that you purchased and you sold them. You should have had a gain that you would have paid tax on and you and you would have accounted for that, but you didn't owe them $3,000. And you know what they say? What? Don't worry about it. I don't wanna raise any hackles. You wanna rock address. the boat. And I'm like, no, I said, you didn't know this money. You need to get this money back. And people, it amazes me that it's just, as soon as you say taxes, this big wall goes up. People mm-hmm. just stop and say, okay. Here's one personally that I just went through. And this is stuff that just makes no sense. I got this thing from the IRS. And they're like, back in 2018, one of our quarters for the business, we didn't file a quarterly tax payment or something. And it looks like we didn't. So they send me this bill for (laughs) $16,000. Well, $16,000, I want to know what's going on. Sure. So you don't want to call the IRS these days. So I call. And I ended up at a call center somewhere somewhere outside the country. <laughs> and it was hard to even speak to the person. I said, I just want you to itemize. Give me the reasoning. Give me the dollars and cents. How would we get to this number $16,000? And she said, you need to file the return and then you'll find out. And I said, wait a second. This was the tax I owed. Here was a penalty. Here was an interest thing. She said, well, you need to file the return and then you'll find out. I'm like, okay. So we dug back through and we had the return. And I don't know if it got lost because it was a check type payment. So we resent it and it was $7,000. Okay, so we paid it seven thousand uh-huh. bucks. Guess what I got from the IRS this week? What? It says amount you owe us zero. Originally, <laughs> now, it was sixteen thousand dollars, and the numbers didn't even add up, and <clears throat> it said zero. And I'm like, I don't get this. So, ladies and gentlemen, if something you've got to question everything. I told I told Randy, I said, you know, on a submarine, trust me, everything you look at, you question. Mm-hmm. You look at the machinery, you look at fittings, you look at valves, you look at the reactor. You look at your shipmates (laughs) and you're like, you know, okay, where's the weak link here? Mm -hmm. But this is the crazy part. You know, we just had a client call us, actually a new client. He was with another advisor and the advisor, his father had died and inherited an IRA, a couple hundred thousand dollar IRA. And so lo and behold, the advisor told him, you don't have to do anything with this till your dad would have been 72 or 70 and a half, I think. And okay, so he didn't do anything for like three years. And then the advisor said, oh, I was wrong. You're going to have to take about $180,000 distribution and pay the taxes this year. <laughs> and next year, you're going to have to do the same thing. Or take the whole 400000 and take this year and pay about 100000 in taxes. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And so they came to me and he said, does this seem right to you? And I said, well, hold on a second. Let me look at it. And I'm going, well, you were improperly advised. There's a way to fix this. But I said, you know, It's not something that any financial person is going to know about because they don't have the level of education. They don't have the experience. You know, the reason why they're not giving you a solution because they don't have that. So what we can do is this. And I showed him, I said, you're going to know about $4,000 in taxes and you'll be able to spread it out over your lifetime. And he went. (laughs) <laughs> you're kidding me i'm like yeah he says pay 100 grand pay four grand i think i like your plan better <laughs> you know and that's and again you know i mean our, our back resources ed Slott and company you know pretty yeah. much the ira tax gurus in the yeah. universe right and, and you know call them so that's, that's kind of our back support and they're going no you're exactly right this is how you do it I like okay fine and see that's the thing ladies and gentlemen you know how is this different? You know, that's the big question we always get is, I have an advisor, I do it myself, whatever. How are you different? And why would I want to make a change? Well, how much of a change do you want? Is Do you want a $100,000 change? $200,000? three? What's the point at which you say, this is worth taking a look at? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, the numbers are huge for most people. We have a client, he's divorced, been divorced for a number of years, uh, about a million bucks, and came in. And said, I've never, had a ta- I've never thought about distributing my retirement and the taxes on it, but I hear you on the radio. Let's talk. And we sat down, and his lifetime, his tax bill during his lifetime was about a million three. Now, when we were done, his tax bill was about 600 grand. Now, would you rather send $700,000 in unnecessary taxes to Uncle Sam? Or would you rather keep that money and have it available for more benefit for you? More benefit for your family, more benefit to do the things you want to do, or do you want to give it to Uncle Sam? You have a choice. It's either your plan or Uncle Sam's plan, and that's the weird part of this whole thing. And this is what Randy and I took from this: is that you know most people taxes for most of your life have been automated. One of the craziest things that I just despise this. I do. I, I know this is where I'm old school. I mean, I'm very digital in so many ways, but I like to pay my bills once a month. And I like to send a payment to them. I am not a fan of of any electronic, automatic pay type stuff. Well, with COVID, we found that we would send things in the mail and they would get there beyond the late date and they would charge us late fees. Mm -hmm. Yet the interesting part is you have no way of proving when you mailed it, how long it took to get there, you know, unless you sent it registered or certified mail or whatever. So they forced me, (laughs) you know, I finally threw up the white flag and said, all right, I'll go on auto pay. Just bill it to my credit card, and I'll pay the credit card off. Let me tell you something. All these companies doing auto pay, they're infants. The master of auto pay has been forever Uncle Sam Mm -hmm. because forever when you got your paycheck, even if it was a manually cut, handed to you, paper paycheck in an envelope or in your mailbox, automatically Uncle Sam's share went to Uncle Sam. That is the great auto pay that the government established. So guess what? They have groomed you for 20, 30, 40 years of working to where you're used to that. So why would you change and deviate from Uncle Sam's established plan? Investment planning is what you do up until the time you retire or near retirement. Distribution planning is now, I'm not putting money in, I mean you need to start taking money out. And if you don't take it out, eventually Uncle Sam forces you to take it out and pay the taxes on it. will force your spouse to take it out and pay an even higher tax rate because they are now a single taxpayer Force your children to take it out over a 10-year period after you're gone and pay the taxes on top of their household income. Now, that's Uncle Sam's plan, plain and simple, and it's set up for auto pay. If you're getting a retirement check from your investments, I'll bet that you're already withholding 10 15 20% out of that check automatically, and it goes to Uncle Sam. Like Jack Bogle said, nobody looks at the long-term aspects of their finances. And he's so true. So let's understand, what does Uncle Sam's plan look like? What is the price tag on it during your lifetime? What is the price tag for the spouse's portion as they survive you? And what's the portion, what about the portion for your kids, what they have to pay? That's Uncle Sam's plan. And we have the equipment, the tools, the technology, the experience, the education, to show you that number. And very few firms in this country can do that. We are a leading specialist in that area. And once we know what Uncle Sam's plan's price tag is, then we say, there's other options. There's other alternatives out there in how you structure your retirement distributions. And that's what we do for people. That's a higher level of planning and management for your retirement. It's retirement distribution tax planning. And something... Your advisor, you know, advisors are not bad people. They don't know what they don't know. And I was that guy for a long time. And there's still a lot of things I don't know. I don't profess to know everything, and there is no perfect plan. But, you know, we we had one client went back to their advisor after we did a plan, and he looked at what we presented, and he said, well, I I don't believe any of this is correct because nobody knows this much about taxes. That was the guy's comment. (laughs) You know, it's just, so in other words, just because I don't know it, nobody else knows it, so you should stay with me. That was his reasoning to the client. Mm. And the client came back, and they are a client now, and they're like, I'm just kind of shaking my head going, did he really just say that? Mm. And that's that's the hard, I mean, nobody wants to be told, and I apologize in advance for this, it's how it's perceived. I'm not saying anybody says this, but if somebody came to me, and we've actually had this question among our staff, it was kind of funny, like, if we reset the clock 30 years ago, and somebody came to me with one of these get more retirement plans and showed it to me, I would have had no response. We've had people move million, two million, three million dollar accounts away from their other advisor because he's like, I don't do tax planning. I don't I don't know how to do that. And they're honest about it, and that's great. But I would have felt stupid if I'm like, Wow, how do they do that? And I used to I used to be under the excuse early in my career, well, they're much more senior. Well, they're much higher up in the financial planning food chain. Well, they are and now I find myself sixty years old and I am that guy. You know, mm-hmm. And it's like 25-year-old, 30-year-old Bruce Smith would have been intimidated by me, by my 60-year-old self. The cool part of this is, is that I learned it. I was in the right place at the right time where I saw how wealthy people took advantage of this and how every person within the range of my voice can do it themselves with us as a partner and show you opportunities that you don't know exist, that most planners do not know exist. Not that they're bad people but they don't know what they don't know. We have invested heavily in advanced education, advanced knowledge, the advanced planning tools. There are some advisors now that are starting to come out of the woodwork and say, like the new, I think the new marketing hype of the financial industry is, do a Roth conversion. The government's talking about taxes, you should do a Roth conversion. But they don't know why they're doing it. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to maximize it. And they're not doing it as an integral part of an overall plan. They're just putting out the next great marketing idea. We don't do that. We do comprehensive, holistic planning that is tax inclusive, and you—it's rare for you to find that for portfolios under five or ten million dollars. We've leveraged technology to make it available to you. That's the key. Do you know what's available? Do you know there are alternatives? Do you know there are options? And. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that once you know that it's available? That's what we're telling you. That's what we're teaching you. That's why you need to pick up the phone and schedule your consultation.
1: And here is our number at the Wealthcare Investment Center, 888-888-5601. Easy to remember, 888-888-5601. You can find us online real easy, retirementtaxes.com. There's a video there. There is an opportunity for you to make that appointment there. There's a download for the ebook there called The Power of Tax Freedom Discovery Planning, and. it is all there for you at the website. So go there right now, retirementtaxes.com or 888-888-5601. You know what I was thinking about when you were going through all that, Bruce, about different levels of expertise when it comes to the financial world. I like to watch home improvement shows. And there's there's a guy on there, his name is Holmes. And there's one called Holmes Does It Right. Okay, so basically the whole show is about people are frustrated because their kitchen isn't what they were told it was going to be or they've suddenly got a leak or something's going wrong in their basement. And Holmes comes in and he starts to tear things out and he says, well, here's your problem right here. Whoever did this didn't do it to code and they cut corners and they didn't know what they were doing. And what you really need is you need a a master carpenter. You need us to come in here and do it right. And that's essentially what you're saying, is that there are people out there that, and God love them, they they have their way of doing things, but they don't have the complete scope. They are not the master plumber. They are not the master uh, carpenter. And And when it comes to taxes, this is your special area of expertise, and this is one of the things that people come to you for. And I think that in this segment, we've said... If you're not questioning what's going on, you should be questioning what's going on within your investment plan. Why am I placed where I am? What kind of return am I getting? There should be accountability there. But what about the area of taxes, Bruce? There should be accountability there as well.
0: Well, there isn't because they have, they have the get out of jail free card, which is we do not provide tax advice. Contact your tax professional. Mm-hmm. So people are making any withdrawals. That's mm-hmm. that's the disclosure. That's the disclaimer. And if an advisor tries to do something, you know, if they're if they're a broker or if they're a salesperson or a life insurance agent or an annuity salesperson or something, they may say we can. Oh, here's tax deferral. It does all these great things and it produces these big numbers. No, it pushes the tax football down the road. It's about having that in depth planning and people who experience that level of planning. Planning, again, is that master carpenter thing as you put it, but then the average person out there listening is going, that all sounds great, but I've got to guess that a master carpenter is gonna cost me 125 uh. bucks an hour, where a carpenter is gonna cost me 40 bucks an hour. Okay. This is one of the only places on the planet where our planning, including the tax planning of the so you have retirement planning, investment planning, tax planning, income planning, all these things are integrated into one plan. And quite often, it's for less expense than what you're paying an advisor now for just investment advice. If you have a fee-based program from an investment advisor, chances are our overall fee will be less. If you could have the master carpenter for 15 bucks an hour, and you were going to pay 20 bucks an hour for your carpenter, which would you choose? That's the key. And here's our number,
1: 888-888-5601 for the Wealthcare Investment Center, 888 888- Online, it's retirementtaxes.com. There you'll see the video. You'll see the ebook download there, The Power of Tax Freedom Discovery Planning. Take a look at that and say... Mm, Look at at what the numbers are. Look at what the difference is between using it and not using this process. And then start to think, what are my numbers going to look like in there? And that's when you can make that call. That's when you can make that appointment and say, let's sit down and run my numbers. Let's see what they look like in this process. Does it save me money? Does it give me an edge in retirement? Can I put more money in my pocket? instead of Uncle Sam's. Again, retirementtaxes.com or 888-888-5601. All right, Bruce, I want to get to this uh, interesting conversation that I saw on Fox Business. It was Jack Otter. He's from Barron's, and he was talking about people and their attitudes toward risk. Some people, uh, they put their money under the mattress. They don't want to take any risk at all. Other people are you know, rolling the dice and saying, love this market. Let's go for some more. It's interesting. I thought that there would be a lot of people at different risk levels. According to Jack, Everybody is pretty much at the extreme. When Fidelity and other companies look at the retirement accounts, they see conservative people putting everything in bonds or cash, which is wrong. And then the risk takers put everything in, in high flying stocks, which is also wrong. You have to be widely diversified. Do you find that when people come in, they're either one side of the coin or the other
0: and you don't find people in between? Well, first of all, what we do is we do a risk analysis, as everybody does, Mm -hmm. okay? And how they answer the questions is to determine at what level of risk should you be at? You know, what's a suitable portfolio? So you look at that, and and they score out, and you say, okay, here's the number. Well, then we look at their actual holdings. Rarely, rarely do we ever find that their holdings – are in line with what their actual risk tolerance is. And it always leans on the side of being much more risky than what they scored out at. Now, the problem with this is that a lot of financial advisors and brokers live by performance. You know, they believe you live and die by performance. Well, that's great when the market's going up. And it's been going up for so long that we all have very short-term memories. We don't remember back what 2008 happened. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever I whenever I sit down and consult with people or on a Zoom call, or consult, are consulting, I say, tell me how you did in 2008, as you recall it. I know we lost a lot, but it all came back. It came back. I understand that. But how much did you lose? How long was it lost? And how long did it take to come back? And you weren't taking any money out. Now, if you were taking money out, that would have hastened the recovery, made it longer. And we start teaching these things and learning these. So, but what we do find is that in most cases, 100% of the portfolio is at risk. The stock portion is at risk due to the stock market. The bond portion is at risk due to interest rate movements primarily. Interest rates have been in the basement for so long. As they go up, bond fund values will go down. And most people don't realize that. So if we have interest rate creeping up, going up, and we have the market tanking at the same time, your entire portfolio takes a hit on both sides, both the bond side and the equity side. When we build a portfolio, you know, wealthy people, Warren Buffett's first rule of money, don't lose money. Second rule, don't lose money. See rule number one. Mitigating losses takes precedence over maximizing gains. That's 180 degrees out from what Wall Street said. It's 180 degrees out from what I told people as a professional financial planner for 13 years when I came into this business. It was more risk, more money. That's how we saw everything. And wealthy people are like, don't lose my money. And so we build risk-mitigated portfolios for all of our clients that we wanna know in advance. Question one is, is there any assurance that if the market tanks tomorrow, that we're not gonna lose anything in that part of our portfolio? and we carve off a percentage, 30%, 40%, 50%, and say, I want that protected. I don't wanna ever lose any money on that. If interest rates spike up or or market goes down, I don't wanna lose any money there. Okay, we can do that. Then on the balance of it, we manage that portion, so it's actively managed, but if the market goes up, we're making money on both sides of the fence, everything's working well. If the market goes down, we've protected a portion of our assets and we've mitigated losses. That's the key. But you know when you're looking only at an investment plan, not a wealth management plan, it's very basic level risk management. It's answer a few questions, here's a portfolio, buy these funds, you're good to go. Vanguard does it, Fidelity does it, T. Rowe Price does it. If you're a direct consumer where you don't have an advisor, American Funds is probably the largest fund family used by brokers and you own a fund And the fund doesn't tell you what the portfolio really looks like. You have to kind of analyze and go in and see that. Again, what are you aware of? What are you not aware of? We x-ray portfolios all the time and say, okay, this is exactly what you have. And here's what it did in the 2007, 2008 market drop. Here's what it looked like. And we show them, here's your down numbers. Here's your up numbers. And most Morningstar doesn't tell us that. We have to use advanced tools. Again, it's that higher level planning and management.
1: So when we talk about risk level, I would imagine people, you know, want the best of both worlds. They, they say, I don't want to be so conservative that I don't have growth because I might be in retirement for 30 years, but I also don't want to lose money. I want growth, but I don't want to lose money. Can that actually be done, Bruce?
0: <laughs> you know, that, that's a funny one because people, first of all, uh, people are, it's like, if I'm making money, why would I change what I'm doing? That's the hardest nut to crack. You know, it's like, but I've been doing so well. It's like, the, it's always going to happen. Well, it was always going to happen before the dot com bust. It was always going to happen for the late eighties crash. It happened. It always, it was that way before the, the banking crisis, you know, so it's always just going to go up. It's just going to go up. And then you have the big downturn. You go, what happened? The reality is is that we all want the same portfolio. I want no risk. I want no fees. I want a 12% guaranteed return <laughs> per year. That's what I want. If you want to know what I want, that's what I want. I can't have that, so let's look to a compromise. Got it. And the compromise is what we look at is our portfolio DNA analysis. We say here's the average return over a market cycle, a complete market cycle, the down and the up of the market. Here's what the average return was. Here's what the standard deviation is for that period. Now, if we know that... If we have that data, if we have that information, then is there an alternative portfolio that would have had that same return during that period, but reduce the risk factor? So we're actually numerically measuring the risk in both cases. And in most cases, like if somebody has a 6% average return, and it is funny how the disconnect of what people think they're making and what they've actually made on their money. There is a disconnect there, I'll be honest with you, because we, we drill it right down. So if the, if your average return was six and you had a risk factor of twelve, but here's a portfolio that had had a average return of six over the same period with a risk factor of eight, which would you choose? Yeah, you cool. know, and that's so it, it's not a case of finding that mystical unicorn that you know twelve percent guaranteed every year, you know, no fees. It doesn't exist. Let's find the best alternative. Let's improve what you're doing and let's know going forward in that portfolio, what do we know in advance? I know that if I have 40% of my assets protected, linked to the market, I'm going to probably do better than bond returns is, is the goal, obviously, but I want no downside. And we also use it to mitigate fees. There's no active management fees on that money. So we're mitigating cost factor. We said about that earlier. So yeah, you design a portfolio. It's an alternative with the same, you know, potential return, but doing it with a lot less risk. That's what wealthy people do. That's what we do for our wealth care clients.
1: Well, that might be your question. And maybe we gave you the answer right there. But for more answers, why not give Bruce a call and the team at the Wealth Care Investment Center? 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601 888-888-5601 or online, retirementtaxes.com. There we have a video for you to view. We've got a book for you to download, the ebook there, and an opportunity to make appointment and sit down and work your numbers into this process. Again, that's at retirementtaxes.com. That's all the time we have for today on Get More Retirement Radio. We'll see you next week.
0: This has been Get More
1: Retirement Radio. To find out more about the power of tax freedom discovery planning, go to retirementtaxes.com. That's retirementtaxes.com. Or contact us at the Wealthcare Investment Center, 888-888-5601. That's 888-888-5601. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Bruce Smith is an investment advisor representative of the Wealthcare Investment Center, a state registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Bruce Smith is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Pennsylvania number 363524.